What is going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am and today I've got another video for y'all. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply think you're going to enjoy as you guys know every now and then I take subscriber stories tell them here on the channel but sometimes I get good ones sent in that aren't really long enough for their own video so uh, none of these stories have ever been heard before but I felt like doing a little compilation of some of the better ones I've had sent to me that were too short for their own videos so uh yeah without further ado let's get into it press the like button otherwise no joke no scam you smell like salmon and let's go Alright, so the first story time I have for y'all today was sent in to me about this guy's teacher and another teacher at their school who was low-key encouraging members of their classes to beat each other up because they didn't like each other. I think every school has the one teacher that's a little bit younger than the other teachers, kind of considered the cool teacher, and at this particular school there were two guys that kind of fit that. And you would think that they would embrace that and be bros and just be like, we're the cool teachers, this is awesome. But apparently they really did not like each other just because they were so similar. And you would think that also, being an adult who's like been to college and whatnot, that at this point, considering they're literally teachers, they could just act professional while they were at school. And for a while they did, but then they started getting weirdly competitive with each other. For example, whenever there was a unit test, they both taught the same subject. They would write the average score of all their classes up on the board and the other one. And if they lost, like if the other class got better scores... The teacher would go off on the students about how they were being stupid and it was going to cost him his reputation and they really had to step it up. It was just getting way over the top. It's one thing to be competitive, but like if your class gets lower grades than the other class, calling them morons and getting actually upset because it made your enemy look better is ridiculous. That means that you're not doing a very good job teaching if they're not passing the test. It doesn't have anything to do with them wanting to make you look bad. But it all culminated when one day they were just kind of sitting in class writing something so it's a quiet day not a lot of whole people talking you know those days all right guys we're just gonna be working on the project go ahead and get writing you're like all right just gonna be a, a standard boring day and out of nowhere his teacher gets up and starts talking about how he really doesn't like the other teacher who's around his age da 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 
And everyone in the class was already aware that these guys didn't get along, so they weren't shocked by what he was saying, but it was a little bit more of like, why is he saying this right now? Like, we're in the middle of class working on stuff. And then he starts talking about how like this class in particular has the lowest grade point average of his classes, so he knows there's probably a few people in here that are willing to do a lot for some extra credit. I don't know if that's like a really weird way of looking at stuff. Oh, I'm gonna offer this class extra credit to do something nuts because they have the lowest grade seems kind of more evil villain than teacher but whatever and then he just goes full mask off with the evil villain thing and says that if anyone can beat up a member of the other teacher's class that he's going to go ahead and give them extra credit and that's just trying to hire a bounty hunter bro that's the equivalent of saying there's fifty thousand dollars if you capture this guy and return him like what in the patty mayo do you want to be going on in your class actively encouraging people to run up and beat up other students just because they're in a different class. I don't think you get to pick your teacher. It's not like everybody here had decided to join the other teacher's class instead of this guy's. And even if that was the case, they shouldn't get beat up because they don't want you to be their teacher. That's just nuts. And no one really hopped on board right away, believe it or not. People weren't chomping at the bit to get like 1% extra credit to get suspended for multiple days over something they don't care about. So he started saying that he knew that their teacher was doing something similar and was going to be offering his class extra credit to beat them up as well. Which meant that these two teachers had gotten together, had an argument, and then both agreed that like sending the students after each other would be the best way to handle this situation. But at that point, the class starts getting upset because now they're imagining that they're going to be hunted by the other class. So people start being like, well, if they're going to hunt us, then we got to hunt them first. Which is probably exactly what this teacher's plan was, was to just scare everyone so that way they wanted to do what he wanted. But one of the goody two-shoes in the class, like the usual teacher's pet, who normally would support anything the teacher said, just kind of stood up and walked out of class. And walking out of class in this class was pretty normal, they could just go to the bathroom whenever. And so the teacher just thought that the goody two-shoes was leaving to go to the bathroom. But about 15 minutes later, thankfully, usually in these situations, snitching is bad. He comes back with a bunch of administrators and they start asking the teacher about if he offered extra credit for them to beat up other students. And listen, I'm glad that the guy ended up getting caught, but sometimes it's surprising that people admit things really quickly, you know? Like, he probably should have denied that. Especially when the administration comes back and starts asking questions, it's best to just shut your mouth. But he starts going off about how it's going to be good for the kids because they're going to understand how, like, to use motivation to make things happen in their workplace for their bosses and get more promotions. And I've heard a lot of stupid things try to be explained, but it's next level stupid to try to explain to a principal that you have to have a fight club going on to make them better in the future. I don't know, I think brain damage doesn't help people get better jobs, but whatever, man. And the administrator at that point was like, yeah, that's gonna be a no-no we're launching an investigation. And both teachers ended up losing their job over this petty crap. How do you think that call went with their parents, man? Hey mom, I gotta move back home. I lost my job because I was trying to start a secret after-school fight club. So this one's a little bit shorter, but I think it's probably one of the funniest ones in here. I think it's really funny when people hype up their own skills about something that no one was like trying to hype them up on when they really can't back it up. 
Obviously, I'm a big fan of talking trash. It's what, like, a majority of my YouTube career at its peak was based around. Talking garbage is a fun pastime. If you're good at talking crap, I can respect it. The one caveat is you have to be able to back up the trash you're talking. There's a reason that I'm not walking around like, I'm going to knock out every YouTuber in my way because I'm just not. Like, I'm just not going to do that, you know, so that would be ridiculous because one day someone's going to knock me out and it's not going to be pretty. But I guess the person in this story time just never never got the memo. This guy and his friends were at lunch one day and they were just talking about Valorant because it's the game that they play the most and they were just saying that like, oh, they're about to hit a new rank, da 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 da, just kind of that type of stuff, casually talking to your friends as you do. And this kid that they didn't know who sat at the table behind them was just obviously eavesdropping on the conversation. You know when someone's like trying to make it look like they're not eavesdropping but it's just obvious they are? And so they keep talking about it, and eventually this kid, like, butts his way into the conversation. And they've never talked to this dude before. They've never hung out with him before. He just joins the conversation and immediately starts talking crap, saying that he's 100% better than them at Valorant, and he could carry them and trust. If they just played with him, then he could make sure they got their rank. Blah, 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 blah. He's basically gonna go pro. He's, he's already got a contract, man. They're paying him $80 million a year to be Valoranting it up every single day. And obviously, no one had really questioned his skill. No one had said he was bad. So the fact that he just joined the conversation that he wasn't a part of, and immediately started just dumpstering on everyone was weird, and no one in the group was enthusiastic about it. It wasn't like they're sitting there, I can't wait to hang out with this guy. The first thing he ever did was insult me for literally no reason when I don't even know the guy. It'll be really fun to hang out with him. It's one thing to, like, insult your boys back and forth, because you know each other, you understand the dynamic, but a stranger doing it is just weird. But whatever, he manages to convince someone in the group to add him because they're like, well, if he's as good as he says he is, then I'll still play with him because he'll carry us. And that's why I did that explanation at the start of this. If you're going to go and just join conversations talking crap about how good people are at something and then play with them, you better be good. And this kid joins their little group and sees that they're like gold rank, but about to get upgraded to diamond, I think, after that. I'm not 100%. Either way, he's like, oh, you guys aren't even diamond yet. Trust me, I've been diamond for a while, blah, blah, blah. And he does have the diamond rank. But here's the thing about Valorant, um, yes, yes, he very, 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 very possibly could have earned it himself, but he also could have just played with people that are way better than him and paid them to carry him and and boosted himself. So whatever, they get into the game, he instant locks Reyna, which if you play Valorant, is just like another way of just saying, I'm really good, I'm gonna carry everything. And they get into the game, and they're expecting this dude to just go off, dropping 20 kills before halftime, just being able to carry everyone in his backpack, his Jansport is heavy rated, and instead, this kid proceeds to drop a donut. Zero kills. But how many deaths would you say he has? A game of Valorant, even if it goes all the way to overtime or or the very last round is what, like 24, 25 rounds? This guy managed to go 0-27 and they lost. Do you know how bad you have to be to go 0-27? I feel like if, if I put my grandma on Valorant and just said, sit here and when you see something, click the button, even she would manage to get one or two kills completely based on luck and timing. To go 0-27 is impressive levels of bad. Like, there's bad and then there's managing to go almost 0-30 in a video game. 
And if you're going to go 0-30, I'm not going to usually give you crap for it. You're probably new to the game. You probably have never played before. But when you're talking crap to everyone in this group about how garbage they are and they need you to carry them and da-da-da-da-da, you better hop in this match and play like an absolute pro. But no, instead he hopped in here and just went full, like, rookie-level bot. That's insulting to bots, actually. I think a bot probably could have gotten more kills than 0-27. Moral of the story, though, if you can't back up all the trash you're going to talk, just don't talk it. But goodness gracious, how embarrassing. They didn't play with him after that, and he never, like, eavesdropped or joined a conversation. Probably for the best. I don't know how you could show your face after that display. It's just a video game at the end of the day, but the display of talking all that crap about them saying they were garbage and then being that bad, ugh. And to make matters even worse throughout the game, he kept blaming everything but himself, you know? Like, yes, everyone gets some lag sometimes. Every now and then you get some bad luck, crappy timing. They're running and they get a headshot. But this guy would blame literally anything, man. Oh, dude, it's Aquarius rising, so therefore I'm not going to play as well. You know, my horoscope said my aim's going to be a little off. Oh, man, I'm pretty sure my mom's cooking food, and whenever she cooks, the scent distracts the router because it just really wants to eat and my connection gets worse. Like, that type of stuff. Just excuses that make no sense. Uh, and listen, man, there's excuses, but <laughs> 0-27 is a little bit beyond excuses. You're just kind of bad at the game if you manage to play that horribly. All right, this one is from some people that uh, went to a skate park and were supposed to have a pretty chill experience and when they got there they thought it was going to be a good day because there was just a mom and her kid on a scooter but they were over in this like smaller section they had a smaller street section and they wanted to skate in the like bull vert area so they go over there and they start skating and like I said they're expecting it to be a great time but they get a little bored of that after about 30 minutes so they go over to the larger street area and now they're about 50 feet away from this mom and her kid, and he's just riding around on the scooter. He's not snaking them. They're literally not even interacting. And they're not playing music or anything. They're literally just skating and talking to each other whenever someone needs advice on how to land a trick or something. And the reality of a skate park and skateboarding in general is if you want to, like, pop the board up and do a trick, you have to kind of crack the board against the ground. That's, like, not a great way to describe it, but if you've ever seen someone do a skate trick, they pop the tail. Popping gets the better word. You pop the tail against the ground, and when you pop wood against concrete, there tends to be a little bit of a noise. And it kind of sounds like a crack, just like, but louder than that. It's definitely not deafening. It's not going to hurt your ears. It's not going to give you hearing damage. It's just the reality of what happens when you make skateboard go off ground. It just is what it is. And so every time they would do a trick, there's that popping noise because that's what happens. And if you're going to be at a skate park, you just kind of have to accept you're going to hear it. You're also going to hear bikes going by. You're going to hear people talking. You just have to accept it when you're at a public place focused on skateboarding. But this mom apparently just did not like that popping noise because she comes over to them like hands on her hips looking all angry. And they're confused on what she's angry about. So they ask if she's okay. And she asks if they always have to be this disruptive and rude and inconsiderate of others. And they're both standing there very confused because they literally haven't said anything to her. They even made sure that they weren't swearing when they were talking about their trick because they just didn't want to swear around the kid. Like, they were going above and beyond to make sure that there were no issues. So when this lady comes over and starts yelling at them, they're really confused. 
and they don't know what she's talking about when she's accusing them of making a ruckus and being inconsiderate because they've just been skating. They're not riding around and hitting everyone with the, oh yeah, like it's just not going on. There's no reason for you to be angry or feel like it's some overwhelming noise. So they ask her, what are you talking about? Like what noise is, is bugging you? And she starts going off about how every 25 seconds they're smacking their skateboards against the ground and they're obviously doing it to try to make her and her son uncomfortable so they leave so they can do their drugs. And they just start laughing because, like, A, they're not going to do their drugs, and B, like, they're not smacking the skateboard against the ground to scare them. And they start trying to explain to the lady that they're not smacking it on the ground, they're doing it as a part of the trick because that's how you get the board to go up into the air, you have to do this and that. And she's just having none of it. This explanation makes no sense to her, and she starts saying that she went to school and took a physics class, so she knows that that's not how skateboards work. Everyone knows that you jump to get it in the air. And if you did take a physics class and you think that's how it works, then I think you need to go back and take it again and repeat it or maybe fight the teacher. Because just imagine if that how it works, like you're just on a skateboard and you jump and it just floats off. Gravity's defied. Gravity's not real. Nope, you don't have to, to force it to come off the ground. In fact, that's why you have to keep your handy-dandy skateboard strap tied to it and around your wrist so that way when you jump off and it starts floating away, you can catch it. Like, what are you on, man? You think that that's how skateboarding works, that you just jump? And listen, if you don't know how skateboarding works, I'm not going to be mad at you. It's not something everyone understands. But to be angry and correcting people who own skateboards when you don't know how it works is a very brave move. Imagine if you had never seen a car before. You've never driven a car. You've never even played a video game where you drive a car. And you're out there on the road with a taxi driver who drives for his job and you just start yelling at him that he's wrong and he doesn't need to touch the steering wheel. He just has to think about turning. Like, what are you talking about? Anyways, they're laughing, just saying that that's not how it works. And if she took a physics class, then she would know that's not how it works. And anyways, they're just going back and forth. And finally, she like folds her arms and says, well, one of us has to leave. It's going to be us or you. And they just look at her and said, we're going to go back to the bowl. We'd really like you guys to stay, but we're not leaving. So they went back to the bowl and started skating. But sure enough, she packs up her kid on the scooter who doesn't want to leave. He's like, mom, I don't want to go. And she's like, well, they're being rude. Keep in mind, they didn't start this argument. They literally like walked away even after all this stupid explanation. But here she is trying to convince her kid that skateboarders are evil and are kicking him out of the skate park. I don't know, man. I feel like there are certain things that would just be obvious. And even if you had never been to the skate park, you would look at it and go oh the pops happening every time they do a trick it must be something involved in that nope instead just rage scream at them uh, defy gravity apparently all that stuff perfectly normal reaction to some people at the skate park all right so this next one's like a, a little scary i mean they still sent it to me and said i could tell it so obviously they were cool enough to like let that happen but this one's pretty nuts So the person who sent this in to me is pretty new to driving, and when you're new to driving, chances are you're going to make some mistakes. You're not going to be perfect all the time. You're brand new at it. Hopefully you're not as bad as that other guy was at Valorant at driving and crashing into everything, but, like, if you accidentally cut someone off once or twice, it's not cool, but you're brand new on the road. Things can happen. Like, it's just a reality. So whatever. One day he's in a lane, and he realizes that that lane is ending, so he has to get over, and he because he's never been in this situation before, he just kind of panics a bit, and he gets over, and he doesn't get hit by the car behind him. But he definitely could have given it more room, and he admits that straight up, and he tried to do like a wave behind him, like, sorry, 
He didn't flip him off, he just kind of does a wave, and he instantly sees that the guy who's behind him is pissed. He can, like, see him screaming over his steering wheel. He keeps pointing at the car and then, like, making threatening gestures. And so he kind of tries to speed up and get back over to let the guy pass, but the guy instead just stays behind him, gets over in his lane, and he now realizes that the dude is straight up road raging on him. And road rage is very scary because, like, listen, I feel like it's dumb to just chase somebody and get mad at their car, even if they did something stupid. It's just not a safe situation for you to be chasing them either. But if someone's already illogical enough to just commit to road rage on you, who knows what they're going to do in order to, like, teach you a lesson about driving down here. So whatever, he starts trying to just, like, calmly drive away, and the guy's still screaming. Every time he looks in his rear view, he sees the guy screaming. And unfortunately for the person in the story, he sees a red light coming up. And in case you missed this lesson in, like, first grade, green, go. Yellow, slow. Red means stop. So he starts slowing down, and I don't know if this guy's already road raging and just nuts, if it's roid rage too or whatever, but he starts thinking that the kid's brake checking it. So he starts screaming even more, and he's literally spitting from his mouth, and the spit is so big that this guy can see him spitting from the rearview mirror in his car. But he finally comes to the stop at the red light, and he's just hoping that this guy just continues to scream in his car, just keep yelling over there, man, no reason to get out. But sure enough, as soon as they come to a stop, the guy hops out of his car and starts walking up to his window. And so the subscriber who sent this to me does the smart thing and just keeps looking forward. He's not going to roll down the window. He's not going to interact. He's not even going to look over. And the guy walks up to the window just screaming about how he's an idiot driver and he could have hurt him and what a moron. He's lucky he doesn't drag him out of the car and beat him right now. He was making unsafe conditions on the road. And yes, the person did admit they, they panicked a little bit. They should have given him more room. He will never do it again. But I don't think that you're making the road conditions any more safe by basically putting it into a high-speed chase, chasing this kid down, and then getting out of the car and threatening him. It's a little bit absurd to be like, you're not being considerate of others on the road while you're road raging and screaming. But obviously, the kid's just not reacting. He's not looking. He's just looking straight forward. So the guy walks around to the front of the car to try to stand in front of him, and the kid looks to the right. He's just avoiding making eye contact. And now the guy is, like, pounding on the hood, screaming over and over, Look at me! Look at me! Look at me! And his voice kept cracking while he was doing it, so it was just not very threatening, and the guy just wouldn't look at him. And finally, the light turns green, and he just, like, drives around the guy. He had tried to come back to the driver's side door, and as soon as he did that, he just kind of turned around him and kept driving. And by the time the guy got back into his car and had continued to go, he had basically caused the ginormous traffic jam, and everyone was honking at him. So yeah, all those unsafe road conditions. This guy is the reason that you have traffic out of nowhere on some random road because he decided to try to hop out and fight someone because they were making an unsafe condition and that makes things even safer. I just don't really understand the logic here. Like, road rage is just dumb. Don't do it. Don't get mad at strangers on the road and, like, follow them and try to fight them. That's psychotic. And obviously, don't cut people off either. Like, this person did not mean to. I, it was genuinely an accident. And also, be understanding if it does happen to you that, like, it might just be an accident. 
All right, so uh, this next one is about this subscriber's little brother. His little brother is a pretty entitled kid, just kind of expects everything to be handed to him, expects his parents to take care of everything, buy everything for him, and he's at the age where that's just, like, kind of not cool anymore. He's, he's into his late teenage years. And I don't even mean like 16, 17, I mean like 18, 19. And whatever, for his 16th birthday, his parents had got him this like entire gaming setup and it was really, really nice. But obviously, 16 to 19, three years, technology changes a little bit and none of it was outdated. It all still worked perfectly fine. There was no reason to get anything new. It just wasn't the newest, shiniest thing, and it really bugged this kid that he didn't have the newest, shiniest version of literally everything all the time. So one day, he calls his brother, and he's like, Hey man, my birthday's coming up. I really want this monitor. Will you get it for me? And he said, Link it to me, and I'll let you know. And he links it to him, and I don't know, I would say, like, a, a nice gaming monitor, like a really nice one, top of the line, probably about 400 bucks, and we're talking, like, 240 hertz, 4K, it, it, a good monitor. And they can be more than that. I've seen like up to 800, you know, but eh, three, 400 bucks will get you a really nice monitor. And I think even like 200, 250 could get you what you need probably. But this guy clicks this link and his brother is asking him to buy like a $900 monitor. And obviously he loves his brother, but $900 is a lot to spend on a birthday gift for anyone. And that's like a chunk of change, man. That That's a solid contribution to the good old IRA, man. The Roth IRA, his 401k, whatever it is. He, he could get a juicy retirement contribution for 900 bucks. It'd be weird to just buy you a monitor randomly, and it's not your parents. It's not like he has to, and your parents don't have to either, but you get what I'm saying. I feel like that's a gift you ask your parents for, and they go, no. But whatever, he says that he's not going to buy it, and his brother kind of starts throwing a fit on the phone, saying that like he really needs a new monitor, and he's so uh, upset that no one wants to buy him a new one. And he asks him, like, well, what's wrong with your old one? And he says, nothing, it's just 144 hertz, and I want a 240 hertz monitor. Which, for those of you that don't know, that's just how fast, like, your, your frames per second get displayed. And 144 is still fast. Like, it, it's a good monitor. There's no reason to be upset with that. And so his brother tells him that, like, well, until that monitor breaks, there's just really no reason for you to get a new one. And he thought that that would come off to his brother of, like, you have to be responsible, you don't want to buy things that you already have because you can just use it till it breaks. That's the more responsible way of owning things. You don't buy a replacement for something that's working fine and is still good. I can understand wanting to replace a computer from 2011, but I don't know. Three years isn't a long enough time where I feel like your monitor's going to be so used that it's just crappy. The monitor I'm in front of right now, I think, is probably like six years old, to be honest. So I just don't really understand where he was coming from. And you would think his brother would take it that way, but instead it was almost like his brother was listening to this advice, like a tutorial for how to guilt trip his parents into buying him one and instead of asking for clarification just decides that well if my monitor has to be broken for me to get a new one then I'll break my monitor which is stupid for multiple reasons one if you get the new monitor and you still have the old one now you have two monitors and you know what's a lot cooler than one brand new monitor double monitors that's for sure and on top of it, like, even if you don't want this old monitor, wouldn't you rather sell it and get some money out of it? And your parents are not going to be thrilled that you're breaking technology to make them buy you a new one. I think any parent would be like, yeah, I'm just not going to buy you a new one. 
But whatever, that night he went to the garage, grabbed his dad's hammer, went absolutely bonkers on his monitor, just destroys it, and then had gone to his parents and said that like he couldn't get his homework done because his monitor broke. And tried to tell his parents that he didn't know how it broke. Keep in mind, it's like just destroyed. So very quickly, his parents pieced together that he had taken a hammer to break it. And they're like, we're not going to get you a new one. Why did you do that? That was insanely stupid. And he starts freaking out saying that he doesn't have a monitor now. And he doesn't understand why they hate him and won't buy him a new one. And they didn't back down. They were like, we're not going to buy you a new one because you broke your old one. Why did you do that? We didn't even tell you you were getting a new one. So he calls his brother all pissed off because now he can't play video games. And his brother's like, well, why did you destroy your monitor? And he tries to blame his brother and say, because he told him to. And his brother is like, you're not going to put that on me, bro. I did not tell you to break your monitor. I said there's no reason to get a new one until it's broken. And he's like, yeah, so I broke it. Well, that's not on me, man. If you decide to take what I say and do the stupidest possible application, that's not on me. That's very evidently not what I was saying was go break it with a hammer. I think that would be some bad brotherly advice. And even then, just because your friends gave you the advice, you have to follow it. Hey, man, you should just uh, go out there, right? Slam your foot on the gas in your car and then just slam your foot on the brake at the exact same time. And just hold it until the car breaks. And you're like, that's a good idea. That's advice. So I'm going to go do it. I I don't know. I don't know. If someone said, go break your monitor, I just wouldn't do it because I don't want to break my monitor. So whatever. To this day, he doesn't have a monitor and he also doesn't have a job. So he just refuses to like do anything to fix his situation other than just complain at everyone about how, you know, they obviously hate him because they don't want to buy him a new monitor. Why would you not want to buy something new for the person that broke the old version? Ah, who Who could ever think of why? So this last one's definitely out there, and I I don't even understand what this person's thought process possibly could have been, but it also sounds like they probably weren't having a normal thought process if you're picking up what I'm putting down. So uh, this guy lives in a neighborhood that isn't necessarily the greatest neighborhood of all time. It's not like he's living in a war zone or anything, but like there's some characters in his neighborhood that are, are known for making decisions that you wouldn't necessarily call great decisions. And one of them in particular is the guy across the street who's just, it's like a miracle that he's managed to live as long as he had just because the choices he makes are so stupid. Anyways, it's about three in the morning and the person who sent this to me gets awoken by a ginormous crash. It just sounds like something smacked into uh, one of the houses almost. And so he starts looking around, he realizes it didn't come from his house, so he looks out the window And he sees the neighbor across the street, you know, so dumb it's a miracle to be alive. And what he sees is that where there used to be a garage door, there's now just brake lights. And it looks like somehow he has managed to crash into his own garage door. And so the guy goes outside and starts being like, do you need help? Do you need help? He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know how hard this guy just crashed into his own garage door. And so as he starts going across the street, he sees the driver door fly open and the guy just take off running. And listen, I don't know, maybe he was afraid of of getting caught or whatever, but the only issue is he crashed into his own house in his car. So even if you were to run away, I think it would be pretty obvious to everybody that, like, you were responsible for this. 
what is the excuse going to be? Oh no, my car got stolen, but they were just the very considerate type of car thief. So after they did their joyriding and stuff, they brought it back so I wouldn't have to, you know, find a way to work tomorrow. The most considerate car thieves of all time. Like, let's be honest here. It was you who was driving your car when you crashed into your house. So whatever, the subscriber goes back inside because a bunch of other neighbors had come outside and they were calling everyone. And when all of the emergency response people got there, he went back outside because he was the first person out there. So they're kind of taking his statement. And he doesn't tell them that he saw the neighbor get out of the car, but he says, I saw someone get out of the car and run away. And as he's explaining this, the neighbor comes back. And when he comes back around, it's obvious that he was in a car crash because, like, not any insane injury, but you can just tell he's pretty shook up. And he walks up to the guy as he's doing the interview and asks the person who's interviewing him, like, oh, what happened here? Who crashed into my house with my car? And they're kind of like, uh, you seem extremely calm for someone who apparently had their car stolen and crashed into their house. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm just honestly glad to have the car back. And they're like, well, why didn't you report it stolen? And it's it's very obvious to everyone that this is a very dumb attempt at, like, trying to get out of trouble for whatever had happened. And he's like, no, I don't know. Someone must have stolen my car. And at that point, the, the subscriber is like, can I go inside? And they said yes. So he leaves. And as he's leaving, he's just hearing this guy try to explain that he was not responsible for crashing the car, that it had simply been stolen and they must have tried to bring it back to the registered address, which was in the glove box. And I love that he expected them to believe this, bro. Like, seriously, man, imagine this considerate of a thief. They're totally cool with breaking into people's stuff and taking it, right? Like, they're, they're fine with that. That doesn't cross their moral compass. But they're not gonna not return the stolen property, okay? That's just really funny. Anyways, uh, obviously, he, he got caught pretty quick. I don't know if he really got in trouble for it because it was his car and his house, but a pretty dumb idea. That note, guys, is going to do it for all of these. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. If you guys like this where I just do a long version of a bunch of shorter stories, let me know in the comments section down below. Like I said, I get sent a ton of stories, but they're not always long enough for their own video. So if you guys want more of these, let me know in the comments section down below. Press the like button, all that good stuff. And if you're new, you should also go ahead and smash that subscribe button. Turn on notifications. I post videos like this every other day, every day if I'm really grinding, so uh, if you like this type of stuff, subscribe, stick around. If you like the intro song, a link to it can be found down below. It's from my uh, friend Poncho, so check it out. And if you want to listen to the audio versions of the story times, I do post the audio versions over on Spotify, so check that out. That link can also be found down below. But uh, yeah, on that note, hopefully I'll see you guys all next time. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do make sure they're hot, I'm out. Peace.